Welcome to the AUSA podcast. I'm Brenna, the Director of Student Activities. And I'm Luke, the podcast producer here. In order to foster connections, encourage community, and create fun, we host the podcast each week. We're here to help you navigate life on campus, life as a college student, and how to see God in both. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello. Hey. Welcome back to the AUSA podcast. Yippee. This is, it's now Brenna. <laughs> yeah, who is this? It's Parker. Woo. We're doing hey something guys. a little bit different today. We're recording this amidst the craziness of Welcome Week. So we've got a little bit of a different episode for you today. Trojan Tradition was last night. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It was very fun. Um, and Parker spoke. I did. And Cooper spoke. He did. Um, both very good speeches, both very impactful, both very, um, hey, if you're a freshman here, this is what you should expect, and this yeah. is what this place is all about. Um, and we are all about that uh, here at Student Activities. So um, we got a few people saying, hey, you guys should uh, throw the speeches up on the podcast. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Parker's going to read hers. Cooper's going to read his. Um, and they're both going to talk about them a little bit, maybe. Who knows? Um, it'll be a fun episode, and we'll be back to sort of regular things next week. But for now, here's some speeches. So when I think about what Anderson means to me as we welcome in a new class, I think of family. I think of home, and I think of the place where we come and find that Jesus is meeting us right where we're at. I remember Welcome Week my freshman year. It was wild and fun and one of the most overstimulating times. First-year students, I'm sure you feel some or all of these things right now. I remember moving into Pratt and meeting my roommate, who would later become one of my very best friends, meeting up with new faces and watching movies, going to my very first college class, and getting involved in a community group that radically changed my life. AU has been so much more to me than just a place I go to school. It's been the place that has given me some of my very closest friends, the place where I can come on a bad day and feel so seen, and it's almost like family. Because this place is special. It's a gift, one of the kindest ones that God has ever given me. From the good food we get to eat together, to the mechanical bowl at Westfest, to the friends you make walking across campus, these are the moments that make Anderson magical. Anderson has been a soft landing place for a lot of us, the place that we've come to celebrate victories and sometimes grieve what is lost or broken. AU invites us in and gives each of us a place to belong. When someone offered me a cookout milkshake at Westfest in 2019, I still remember how loved and seen and cared for I felt. And the same is true today. Here in August of 2022, this place loves you. This place sees you and this place cares about you. And this culture of invitation is not tied to a specific person or event or a moment, but to the reality that this campus is dedicated to living a life devoted to Jesus. From that, the atmosphere changes. I'm sure all of you feel it. The way that Welcome Week feels like a summer camp is because the joy of the Lord is present among us. In just a couple days, we'll get to be in classrooms with professors who carry themselves with honor and love in a way that only makes sense in the kingdom. I believe that the culture of Anderson is built on the surrender and love and sacrifice of the people who came way before us. People who showed up and loved their neighbors so that we could stand here today in August of 2022 welcoming in a brand new class. And I think it's on us now. 
Class of 2026, and every upperclassman who is here, our time is now. We've been given these years on campus to use every moment, eyes wide open and hearts ready to build a culture worth passing down to our children, grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren after that. The AU that we know is so special because of the culture we inherited from the people before us, and now it's on us to continue sowing what's been entrusted to us. No matter how old or young you are, you are a moment maker here. You are a valuable part of the Anderson family, and you are chosen by God to be here in these classrooms with these people, having all of the crazy fun, rallying for one another for a specific reason, to love God and neighbor. In light of that, I want to call us all into ownership, but specifically our new students. As you step into creating and building and continuing the culture of a new place, I want to tell you, new students, three things I would tell my freshman year self. Not because I have everything figured out, but because throughout the years there are things that I've seen the Lord work in each one of us that have set the tone for how college will go. The first one is this. Take a deep breath and slow down. If I know one thing, it's this. The first few weeks on campus feel like a happy tornado moving a million miles an hour. And while it may be happy, it's still a tornado. There's so much information about so many different things. There's about 700 new people who all want to be your friend. And don't forget classes and figuring out living in a new place. So hear me when I say that it's okay to take a deep breath and relax. You don't have to have everything together. The beautiful thing about college is that you can rest knowing that this place will shape you. You don't have to shape yourself to this place. Be exactly who God has made you to be. And if you don't quite know who that is, I'm pretty sure you're in the perfect spot to figure it out. You don't need to hurry up and catch up to look or sound like the people all around you. What this campus needs is the unique individual that you are. We don't need a million versions of the same person. We need people living convinced of their worth and their value. You want to know how good culture happens? A few thousand students start living convinced that who they are is enough in Jesus. That each one of us brings something unique and special to the table. How each of our giftings align to create the most beautiful campus atmosphere. The second thing is this. Lean into the hard, scary, sad, and heavy. Those are the moments that will shape you. I was talking to some people last week about how college is like a maturity factory. We come in at 18 and we leave at 21 or 22, a completely different human. But to mature, it usually means we learned a few things the hard way. James even writes in the Bible that trials produce endurance, and endurance is the thing that leads to maturity. How would we ever learn and grow and evolve if we ran away every time something got hard? So in the moments that feel hard, lean in. I'm telling you, it's one of the hardest and most stretching things that you'll do, but you won't regret staying when things get hard. Take it from someone who personally loves to run when things get hard. I've seen more fruit in my life from staying when things aren't all sunshine and rainbows than I could have ever imagined. Fight for the things that matter. If you're mad at your roommate for not being clean enough, fight for your friendship. Don't die in the hills that were never meant to take you out. When school gets to be challenging and confusing, ask for help. If you're feeling alone and like school just isn't right for you, go surround yourself with people who encourage you and connect you with community. Get plugged in. Even if it feels uncomfortable, it's a lot easier to lean in when you've had a team of people behind you than doing it all alone. And at AU, we really do believe in community because it's one of the most beautiful gifts from God. So embrace being uncomfortable. The last thing that I want to tell you is this. Have fun and don't take yourself too seriously. 
College is meant to be fun. I've had some of the best moments here from letting go and enjoying the time that we get to spend with each other. You really won't get these years back, so enjoy them with everything you've got. If you walk into every moment understanding that everybody is feeling pretty similarly to how you are, the pressure is off. Everyone is trying their best, and that's enough. Come to events. Buy into the silly games we play that may not make any sense to you. Eat with people from your class in the calf. Enjoy being a college student and go play spike ball in the middle of an afternoon on a random Tuesday. I promise everything doesn't have to be serious all the time. We're growing up. A lot of the moments that we have together should be fun and light and happy. There's plenty of time post-grad to put your game face on, but for now, let yourself be present and enjoy the moments. So first-year students, as you enter the enter into your first year here, I can say on behalf of all of us that we are so glad you're here. The move-in day smiles and the welcome week hugs you'll be getting all week are so real, and they tell how each one of us feels. This campus, this community, and these people have shaped me and every person standing on the other side waiting to light your candle. If you feel scared, apprehensive, and timid, you have a friend in me and all of us. If you're excited and expectant, you have a friend in me and you have a friend in all of us. There's room for each of you at the table. Each of you has a unique story and purpose that didn't happen by accident, and any one of us would be blessed to know you. So if you take one thing away from this speech, let it be that above all else, let your time at Anderson be one that is marked by love. I promise you'll never regret the moments that are lived in love. Great speech. Thank you. Top tier speech. <laughs> um, some of the things that stuck out to me that you talked about was like being a moment maker. Yeah. Um, and obviously last season on the pod, we talked about being a culture maker and yeah. what that looks like and what that means. And I think a moment maker to me, when I hear that, I hear like, okay, culture maker is this huge big picture thing. How are we each like contributing to the culture? of this campus and everything that we do. But a moment maker is like, how do we make moments? How do we craft like interactions yeah. that are that, that are like reflective of the culture of our campus? And that mm -hmm. like, how do we talk to the person sitting alone in the calf mm -hmm. or like at the back of grocery bingo or whatever it is like in a way that reinforces and continues to build the culture of our campus. Yeah. And I think that's super cool. Yeah. I think when I was thinking about writing this, um, I really did realize that it's what like the moments make up our experience here. Hmm. And I think some things to like lean into when it comes to having a good experience is like assuming the best about people and also like realizing that we're not above anybody makes those moments so much more special of like, oh, we can go talk to somebody who's sitting alone because they're human too and mm. they have things going on too and like my busy task or my important moment or my role in an event is not more important than how they're feeling and doing and how their experience is. And so I think when we take the time to slow down and especially like pray for the eyes of Jesus to see people like he does, those moments are just so special and we just get to... Mm embrace each one of them and, and know that like they're all worth it like 
filling a cooler of waters is so important, but like so is talking to the person who may feel homesick and lonely, mm-hmm. taking that moment to remember their name, remember yeah. what they love. Um, it really is what shapes our time here. Yeah. And I think like we'll talk next week a little bit about mission and vision things and like how those like feeling a cooler of water and making space to talk to the person who might feel homesick and lonely are both so integral to like what we do and why we do what we do. Yeah. But that is just not a student activities thing or a alpha leading thing or BCM or RUF thing. That is a like that is something that happens on our campus even for the people who aren't involved with res life or student activities or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. there are people with no, no, no gold name tag with no official role, quote unquote, on leadership, mm-hmm. on a campus ministry, no involvement whatsoever in any club or org that are living that and doing that every yeah. single day. And I like, I don't know if there's another place like that. Yeah, no, for, for real. And I think part of my heart with like, figuring out what I wanted to say to these freshmen was when you come into freshman year, you're inheriting a culture Mm -hmm. that you had no part in like making. And I think that is something that I've just been thinking a lot about is like, we came into this whole new environment with this whole way of speaking and acting and, and treating each other and freshmen are just supposed to pick it up and assimilate. And, and I, I want, like, I've just felt so heavy with like, I want that culture that these freshmen are coming in and inheriting to be one that is kind and gentle and loving and accepting. And so I think like when you're coming to college and you're trying to catch on and fit in and, and make this place your own, like we want to be the place that is something that people like want to adapt to and like want to, to like come to and want to make their own. Mm -hmm. And so I think those moments matter because we all want to enjoy college and we all want to have a place that we can look back on in 50 years and and see that the the seeds that we've planted are still growing because God is still watering them, which is really cool to think about. Yeah. I think I felt so much pressure when I was a freshman to like really be serious all the time. Mm. I don't know what it is. I think it's like maybe young people to be taken seriously or in the church sometimes we we really have to act like all somber and serious and mature yeah. and I think some of the most beautiful moments in college have been when I've just let loose and acted like a child. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, Jesus even says, like, the children uh-huh. are the ones who inherit the kingdom of heaven. And I think not taking yourself too seriously is something that freshman year me could have really listened to and, like, yeah. sat back and been like, I'm 18. I really can act like an 18. Like, I, I, I can yeah. act my age. Right, right. Um, everything doesn't always have to be like mm-hmm. so serious all the time because yeah, God is fun and we're robbing ourselves of joy if we're not mm. experiencing that. And so, yeah, I was told all growing up that like, you've got to be serious a lot of times. And, and I had my own way of kind of pushing against that. Um, like middle school, I was super disruptive in class, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like not like essentially playing we talked about rest work and play on season one essentially playing at the wrong times Mm -hmm. um and i still think it's super important to not you know to to act appropriately for the situation you're in right like uh, a conversation about um grief or heartache or whatever it is Mm -hmm. is not a time to like goof off off and start laughing cut up and make jokes (laughs) yeah um and uh 
But like a Wendy's run yeah. is or uh, like late night mixer, yeah. you know, like or like breakfast with friends in the cafe. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like that is something that I'm still unlearning is like mm-hmm. having to be serious. And that's something that this job has really mm-hmm. been like really expedited that process of like, yeah. OK, you don't have to be you can be silly. Like, that's fine yeah. to, to be silly and to just like let loose yeah. with your friends and not not worry about like the people like 50 feet away who aren't Mm -hmm. involved in the conversation, what they're going to think of you and and do and say, um, is super important and definitely something I wish freshman year me would have listened to. Definitely something that I wish now year me would have listened to. Me Um, too. Cause it's like a, just a constant thing. Yeah. And I think a sign of maturity, at least in me has been knowing and discerning those moments Mm -hmm. of like, Okay, I need to be serious, but also, like, I don't, like, in this moment, I can have fun. Yeah. I don't have to, like, yeah. act like I have it all together. And they feel very similar, but the opposite of you, where I've had to learn the moments that I do have to have hmm. it and be, like, grown. Because my first instinct is to run to fun. Hmm. But when my friend is grieving and mourning, they need me to be with them in that. Yeah. Um, and so it's cool. I think, like, growing up and discerning those moments and maturing means that, like, knowing in which moments to do and act and say and yeah yeah. I think that's something that's really hard and weird about college is like to some degree you have to be there for people for the first time yeah in your life like yeah there are really 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 hard things that people are going to go through yeah here like I know like that's not necessarily something new students will always want to hear but like man Sometimes college is the last place you want to be. Yeah. But it really helps when, like, like we have here, there is such a community that will come come around you. Mm-hmm. Even insofar as, like, if all of your friends are home for the weekend mm-hmm. and something really, really hard happens and you just can't be in your room, you go down and sit in the calf alone. Yeah. You, someone will sit with you. Yeah. Like, and that's not a promise, but mm-hmm. that's just the culture that we have on mm-hmm. campus. And it's so beautiful that, like, that's when your friendships grow really deep yeah. roots. And the joy that you have isn't blowing smoke. Like, someone told me one time, they said, your positivity has to be grounded in reality or else you're yeah. just blowing smoke. Yeah. And so, like, when I walk through grieving with some of my best mm. friends, the joy that we, like, experience together and the other side of that and in that with Jesus is what, like, really bonds us. Yeah. It's not acting like everything's okay all the time. It's right. knowing that, like, Jesus rose again when it's yeah. even when things aren't. And so, yeah. That's, and I yeah. think all the grieving is like a really harsh word. Yeah. That's just where my mind went first. But also it could be like grieving a relationship, uh-huh. gr- like grieving the loss of a loved one or yeah. like grieving a D on a test you really yep. needed to make an A on. Like grieving is not like this super, super heavy, deep huge deep or thing. Or disappointment. Um, but or like, like yeah. we say it's not super deep, but honestly, like, losing that intramural soccer game might really, really hurt. Like that yeah. might really sting and be a huge mm-hmm. point of grief and, and mourning, um, which is like another conversation that I want to have yeah. on the podcast. Um, but thanks Parker for talking about your heart yeah, and, you, and your Luke. speech and um, reading it. And I hope people receive it well. Um, yeah. So now we're going to have Cooper come. Cooper's our student body president. Um and a good friend of mine and of student activities. And he's going to come and talk about his speech. Well, first he's going to read his speech and then he's going to talk about his speech. 
now I'm sitting with a new person named Cooper. Hello, Cooper. Hey, Luke. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on. You, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I've known you since freshman year. You were like yeah. one of the first people I met. And now yep. you're student body Spent president. Spent a lot of time in your room freshman year. You did. It was fun. <laughs> the The basement basement boys unite. Michael was a basement boy. Michael as well. was a basement boy. Shout out to our right basement here. boys. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, Cooper is our student body president. He gave a beautiful speech at uh, Trojan Tradition last night. Not last night when you'll be hearing this. Last night when you'll be recording this. So, yeah. for you people in the future, Trojan Tradition was on Monday night. Yep. Um, but yeah, Cooper uh, is going to read his speech for us here and uh, hope that it gets out to some more people who maybe couldn't make it to Trojan tradition or just wanted to hear the speech again. So yeah, go for it. So I'll preface this. Just imagine that you're standing on the front lawn, so yeah. I don't have to change the tents. But yeah, in front of you is the oldest building on campus. And over 100 years of Anderson students have stood and walked on the ground, which you now stand. If you allow your minds to wander, you can imagine the conversations these walls and trees have heard. Generations of students talking about relationships, classes, and faith. Literally thousands of alumni and students have been changed and marked by their time here at this place that you now call home. While the face of campus and the environment of the culture in which we live have shifted dramatically, at the core of the conversations those students of the past held are some of the same conversations you will find yourself having during your time here. Your ability to stand on this grass, do life on this campus, and be a student here is because of the blessings of God and the hard work and dedication of students, faculty, and staff who have gone before you. Anderson University is the college you, you know and love because so many people have believed in our mission and the Lord's call on our university. One of the most notable believers in the university was Dr. Annie Dove Denmark. Dr. Denmark, for whom Denmark Residence Hall is named, began her presidency in 1928 as the first female president in South Carolina and was named president because no man at the time would take the role of leading the deeply indebted university. Dr. Denmark's inspiration and selfless example led faculty members to give up portions of their salaries to keep the university open. And when she retired in 1953, the university was debt-free and had a savings fund. It's through leadership shown by individuals like Dr. Denmark that you are able to stand here today pursuing a quality education unmatched by many universities. When you entered the archway, whether that was just a few moments ago or four years ago, you entered the lineage of An the Anderson University family. Just like with any family, there are privileges and responsibilities with this membership, and you have a distinct and special role to play. During her Founders Day remarks one year, Dr. Denmark said, quote, Since one generation sows, another reaps. It is our task to persevere and perpetuate that which has been handed down to us. My faith in Anderson College is fixed and unshakable. No matter what happens to Anderson College, materially, the spirit of the college is imperishable and indestructible. We need you, your loyalties, your prayers, your spirit, and your energies. Every one of us here today, therefore, has the opportunity to make permanent investment, which will be here to the end of time and beyond, end quote. This evening, as we begin a new academic year, we welcome new members to our family. It is my hope and prayer that tonight, whether you are continuing your journey as an AU student or just beginning it, you make a commitment to not only reap the rewards of hard work for those who have gone before you, but sow a seed and invest in those who will come after. As a member of this family, your responsibility is to honor the past and to live a life that uses your unique gifts to leave this place better than you when first entered the archway. Dr. Denmark once said to the AU community, you are the Anderson College spirit. Anderson College is the sum total of the faculty and the students. Anderson College needs you even as you have needed Anderson.
I love that. Um, yeah, I think that is so good. And I think it is like hearing, it was like a little tough to hear on the front lawn. Um, just cause I was like, I was far toward the back and, but hearing you and Parker's speech now, like pretty much back to back, um, is really special. And I think super cool and kind of a God thing that they're very like different sides mm -hmm. of what Anderson is, why Anderson is so special. Yeah. Um, like Parker really talked about like the first year experience and like stepping into a new culture. Mm -hmm. Um, and she and I kind of just talked a little bit about that. Um, but yours like really talked about like the fact that Anderson is a place that people come to be changed. Mm -hmm. Like all of these four years do something to you. And I yeah. think Anderson university is a beautiful place with beautiful trees and buildings and even like a beautiful education. But like in reality, Anderson university doesn't change anybody. Yeah. Like it's the faculty and the staff and the students that yeah. change people. It's the, it's Jesus in and through those people that changes lives. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really special to see Anderson University used as a conduit for that. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to maybe hear a little bit of like how you now looking back, like over your four years, we're both seniors. Yeah. Um, how have you been like changed and marked by this university? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the biggest thing that I noticed for my life is I did not come here. I did not set out to be student body president. That was not a goal. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of fell in my lap. Um, so during my time at Anderson, reflecting on it, the Lord has provided people and equipped me to be able to serve in the roles I've been placed in and mm -hmm. serve them well. Um, if you would have told me freshman year during the matriculation walk that I would have been the one standing up there giving this speech, praying in front of a thousand people, <laughs> I would have told you you were crazy and I probably would have slapped you. Um, so yeah, there's beautiful buildings. The grass is great. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's the students, the student leaders, the faculty, the staff that pour into us to better equip us to mm. um, serve our school well, to serve our alumni well, to serve our current students well. Um, so that legacy, that trickle down effect can happen. Um, and it's so neat to see, especially being on campus for four years now, um, how that waterfall has come from people that the freshmen now don't even know. Yeah. Um, that we knew were seniors, but the freshmen, sophomore, juniors don't even know who they are. Yeah. And the impact they had on us and then to see the impact that selfishly mm -hmm. is really cool to see yeah, yeah. that we have on other students. Um, it's just a really unique opportunity. I've never seen anything quite like it. Mm. Um, and that's just one of the many reasons I love right. AU so much. And um, just to be able to see the words of Dr. Denmark from back in the fifties or forties. I'm not quite sure when she said that, um, that that was the culture that was established yeah. almost a hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, and then that's just continued to grow from there. Um, it's just, it's really cool to see how the Lord's used that over the past hundred years of our history. Um, that the biblical relationships and friendships and all that we can build mm -hmm. here are going to last. Um, because it is built on Christ, um, which a lot of things don't last because they're not built on a firm foundation. Yeah. But when they are, you can see they, they stretch the test of time. Mm. Like Dr. Denmark said in her speech that um, as the upperclassmen, whoever faculty staff sow, everyone else will reap. And if everyone's sowing, then everyone's going to reap. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just a really cool culture that we have here. Yeah, I think um, specifically what you said about like 
people not knowing the people who started this, like, mm -hmm. and each year it gets started and restarted and added to and, um, not, not quite restarted, but you know what I yeah. mean? Um, like, so Cooper and I's freshman year, we were in the same community group with, yep. uh, Sam Walker, who yep. like some of you were like, Oh, Sam Walker. Some of you were like, huh? <laughs> um, and, uh, he's just like had such a, a huge impact on my life mm -hmm. and it's really special and really humbling at the same time for me to know that like some of you are like, who is that guy? Mm -hmm. Um, because like, that's how people are going to feel about me. Yeah. Um, which is like cool to be kind of struck from the record, hidden in ambiguity, mm -hmm. but also a little scary. Yeah. Um, and, and really humbling and kind of reminds you of like, the reason we do the things that we do, the reason that we are passionate about um, the culture here and and kind of adding to it and making sure there's space for every type of person, um, like really if our personal vendetta, or vendetta is not the right word, if our personal agenda mm -hmm. is kind of mixed into that, we won't do it as well. Yeah. Um, and it's this constant reminder that you need to forget yourself a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean neglect yourself and neglect your needs. Right. That's yeah. a, that's another conversation, but like you don't get in your own way when you're trying to build the kingdom of mm -hmm. God. Um, and I think that is like, if I could sum up what Anderson university does in this city, in people's lives, in all of the clubs and orgs on campus, it's build the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, which I think is so special and so like just inspiring, I guess mm -hmm. that that is at the heart of and at the forefront of the mission of every thing that we do mm -hmm. as a university, yeah. whether it's SGA or student activities or BCM or RUF or res life or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about building the kingdom of God and not for our own legacy, um, but for honestly, for the people who, will have forgotten her legacy, um, which is, is really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, um, I mean, the first part of our mission statement is forgotten for humanity. Anderson oh. university seeks to be innovative entrepreneur, entrepreneurial premier comprehensive university where liberal arts, professional studies and graduates, graduate studies thrive in an uplifting, welcoming and distinctive Christian community. Yeah. I think the distinctive Christian community, like, it's so obvious when you hop on this campus. Like, right, right. If if you don't feel the Holy Spirit when you hop on this campus, like, come find me. I'll make sure. <laughs> I'll make sure we get that fixed. But um, I think for God and for humanity, that's what our first couple words of our mm -hmm. mission statement as a university are, and that just says so much about who we are. Yeah. Um, because when you start with the Lord, yeah, He's gonna provide. He's going to, if mm -hmm. it's what's supposed to happen, he's going to provide and he's going to see that through and you're going to build something that's truly amazing. Yeah. I think like, I, so I, I'll be totally transparent. I didn't know last year. I didn't know Anderson's mission statement. Um, at least not very accessibly mm -hmm. like in my head, um, or my heart, but last season on the pod, we did a whole talk about this book called culture making kind of broke it down and looked at, okay, what does it mean to build a, a culture of a thing. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to live within our charge as humanity made in the image of God to make beautiful things and make already existing things better and more beautiful. Yeah. And we talked with John Gropp. We talked with Lauren. We talked with, um, 
uh, all of Res Life. We just mm-hmm. talked with a, a bunch of people, James Hansen, about like how are we being intentional with our, I guess, ministries and clubs and orgs mm-hmm. to build a culture that will last and to build a culture that is dedicated to making beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool to see now looking back at that, or even in this moment, like how much the idea of partnering with God came up, mm-hmm. like partnering with God, not for the sake of personal gain or whatever, partnering with God for humanity and mm-hmm. partnering with God through humanity, like by collaborating with another person, you are partnering with God to make something special. Um, and it's so cool that like, no matter where you are on campus, Parker and I were talking about this, but no matter where you are on campus, even if you've got no gold name tag, no leadership title slapped onto your name, no anything, you're not involved in any campus ministry, mm-hmm. student activities, SGA, res life, nothing. You have a responsibility. Yeah. And a lot of people on this campus, most people on this campus, steward that responsibility really, really well, regardless of title. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's such a unifying thing to see it done across the board in similar, if not identical ways mm. that are at the same time, really diverse and yeah. beautifully unique. Yeah. Um, I think something, whether you have a title and a gold name tag on this campus or not, at the end of the day, I'm Cooper Reynolds, follower of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're Lucas Heisler, follower of Jesus. Mm. If you're a believer, we all have, whether it's written out or not, follower of Jesus mm-hmm. attached to our name and we need to steward that well on this campus mm-hmm. and also in our community. Yeah. Um, if we can show through our actions that we're different, then that's just going to create a whole experience, yeah. not just for the community here at Anderson University, but quite frankly, the world at large. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool that it can start of a group of 2,000, 3,000 students. Yeah. And when we graduate, we have the opportunity to go out, we may stay in Anderson, we may go around the world, but wherever we go, we need to take what's been given to us here, what was sown here, and go reap it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a better way to end the episode um, <laughs> just with the charge to like go and live like you're a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Um, because you are, if you are, Yeah. you are. Um, everywhere you go, every, everywhere you step. Uh, this is the first time I brought him up on the podcast this season. Um, personal hero of mine, Tim Mackey, mm-hmm. uh, co-founder of Bible Project, mm-hmm. um, has this great thing about, it's in one of their episodes in Genesis, but he has this great thing about um, every every step you take should transform the soil under your feet yep. into Eden. Mm-hmm. And I just think like living with that reality in mind mm-hmm. that we're transforming the sto- soil we step on yeah one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's either looking more like Babylon or it's looking more like Eden. Mm-hmm. And I think being intentional to make the world Eden, like mm-hmm. it will be made eventually. Yeah. Is like that's the that's what that's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what to do. That's what we're here to help you do. That's what we're here to help each other do. That's mm-hmm. what we're here to do. Um is make the world a little bit more like Eden. Yeah. Um yeah, thanks Cooper for yeah coming on. Thanks um, for having me. This was a great conversation. I, yeah. when Brenda and I were thinking through this, we thought maybe like, Oh, it would be cool to have them come on and, and give their speeches that way. They're just kind of around digitally. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't, I don't 
think I imagined, and I don't think Brenna imagined, kind of the conversations that would come out of the speeches, mm-hmm. um, and and sharing those, and kind of getting to the heart of you and Parker and and this campus and what yeah. kind of we're here to do. Um, so yeah. Uh, we're going to do events now. Um, Welcome Week is pretty much done. Um, we've got one more event tomorrow night for you guys for Welcome Week. Um, and then then we're off to our regularly scheduled yeah. programming. It's class time. Class time. What we're here Man, for. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> um, but I'm also excited. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye, guys. And of course, we'll end every episode telling you about the events we've got coming up. So happy Friday. Tonight is Beach Bash, kind of rounding out Welcome Week there with that one. Um, And then tomorrow night is the big welcome event, which really is the end of Welcome Week, Mm. aside from the expo. Um, So a massive fireworks show. A great fireworks show. A really great fireworks show. Like Like I've seen thousands of dollars fireworks show. Yeah. And like Boston's fireworks show is like supposedly renowned, like for New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. It's really good. But... This Big welcome event. It, it's kind of like my freshman year. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, last yeah. year I was like, "I think our whole school's gonna burn down." <laughs> I don't know if we'll make it, but that will be tomorrow. We hope to see you there for that. Um, you can come out to the soccer game. That's at seven, and mm-hmm. then fireworks will take place as soon as it is dark. Um, and then next Wednesday we've got the expo. So really, the last, last, last thing of Welcome Week. We're gonna just keep saying it's the last, but it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the expo is really it. And so you can come out to learn a lot about clubs and orgs, about local churches, local businesses, nonprofits in our area, all the fun things that Anderson has to offer. And then, of course, we'll be back next Friday with an episode. But just so you can go ahead and put it on your radar, we've got game night next Friday night. So September second is game night. We'll be hanging out and playing some board games. Fun. Sounds fun. Always fun. Yeah, hope y'all have a great weekend. Hope to see you at all of those events. Popping in with a quick save the date in case you haven't heard yet, Homecoming Week is the week of October 24th. It's going to be the most fun and we can't wait. If it's not on your calendar yet, jot it down. October 24th through 29th. Can we plug our own product? Is that an option? (laughs) I think we can. If you're not already reading the 411 every week, It is like the most vital of emails. I really think that you should. It's one of the best ways that you can get connected. It's the way that you can jump in on new things if you haven't tried something yet. So read the 411. With all the love in my heart, read the 411. This might feel a little random to you, but it doesn't to us. Our team really loves the local church. And if you haven't gotten plugged into a local body just yet, here's an open invitation. Ask any of our team if you can go to church with us. We'd love to have you. Just in case you didn't know about this, SGA meetings, which are typically held on Monday nights, are open to all of campus. If you've got a brilliant idea, I'm sure that they would love to hear it. Those meeting details are in the 411, and you can just pop in if you'd like to go. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the AUSA podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, do us a favor and share it with your friends. And if you have any thoughts or questions, you can DM us on Instagram at 8411. Speaking of, to keep up with all things student activities, visit our Instagram at AU411. And if you want to get texts from us, we can send you some reminders. You can text AU411 to 833 We promise no spam, only fun. For more information on events in general outside of just student activities or to RSVP for anything, you can head over to AUnited.
Thanks to the band Tense for our intro song, Insert Some Quarters, and our break music, Champ Call. Special thanks to Anderson University's Makerspace, where we record our episodes, to our guests this week, to the event coordinators that planned the upcoming events, and to everyone who devoted their time, energy, and wisdom to the resources used in this episode. Again, and as always, thanks for listening. See you next time.